On this week's episode of Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about how Major League Baseball may be coming to Orlando. A Mills 50 apartment building is pooped all over Lake Famosa. And uh, I forget the other thing. Tune in. Welcome to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm the overcooked turkey in your oven, Brendan O'Connor. Oh, very Thanksgiving-themed. I like that. Thank you. It just yeah. came to me. Oh, you're well. Yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> we are here at Ollie's today at Ollie's Public House here in College Park. Yeah, across man. Across the street from where we were last week at Bagel Bruno. We don't go very far. No, a rolling stoned guy doesn't gather moss that's right here or sesame seeds <laughs> or sesame seeds here on bungalow or the bus we talk about all the top headlines in orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods including college park yeah. where we are tonight we're giving college park a lot of love these last two weeks i feel like they we haven't been here for a long time so we'll we'll go to soto maybe next week we almost went there tonight that's true but it was too far. Yeah, so we hop around uh, different bars and restaurants here yeah. in Central Florida, or mostly Orlando, downtown Orlando area. And uh, actually, I wanted to say, Brendan, oh. if there's any restaurants or bars or establishments that want us to come and record a show, reach out to us. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll we'll come check it we'll out. We'll send you our rate sheets. Yeah, <laughs> what I need. You yeah. can you can pay us in food, but if you want to talk, you can just throw us a little bit of money, and we'll True. let you talk on the radio. That's right. People are listening. I know. Yeah. I know. So, yeah, uh, if, you, if you like what you hear, go to bungalower.com. You can also uh, follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all the places. John, what was your week like this week? Uh, not a bad week. I saw some horses go through a drive-thru at Krispy Kreme Donuts. I'm jealous. Tell me more about that. Uh, I was at an event the other day. I, I uh, My day job, I work at the sheriff's office, the Orange County Sheriff's Office. Narc. And- Thanks. <laughs> and we had an event over at the Millennia. Oh, okay. And so after the event concluded, our mounted unit was there, and somebody was like, hey, you want to go walk over to Krispy Kreme and get some donuts? I was like, yeah, let's well, let's bring the horses. So the horses went through the drive-thru just like any other car. And they were served and everything's fine? Picked up a dozen donuts and uh, fed some horses some pumpkin spice donuts. So delicious. Yeah, they liked it. Well, one of them liked it. The other one didn't. The other one didn't up. like it. She, she, as a matter of fact. She's on keto. Apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah low sugar. She's on the Atkins diet. Two questions. Um, do you call them Mounties here? No. though That's a Canadian Only term. Only Canadian. Okay. Yes. Second question was, uh, is it legal for... Mounted people, like, can you go through drive through so what so I don't, horse? I don't want, I don't know exactly, but I'm pretty sure horses are vehicles. Okay, so they can, they can go on the road, they can go wherever a car can go. Because I've gotten in trouble going through bank drive-throughs on my bike. Yeah, by who? The bank? Yes. Well, that's the bank's problem. I feel like I don't what? think it's legal or illegal. I, we're vehicles too. I agree. And they're like, "Well, but you could get hit." I'm like, "Yeah, I could get yeah. hit in a car. <laughs> yeah, I could have got hit." Getting here, yeah. It's not on me. If I get hit, then I'll sue them. Like, yeah. who cares? No, I, I guess they're afraid. Yeah, no, they uh, they they gave us some donuts. They served us some donuts. They paid for them, and uh, it was fun. If you want to see that video, it's on the Orange County Sheriff's Office uh, Facebook page and Instagram and Twitter and all the places. I love that. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun thing, and we had some kids there too, and they took some pictures with the horses. So I, I might be burping. I just need to confess something right now. All right, you drinking all this beer here? Yeah, I just had a. Uh 
I didn't eat lunch. Oh. I was just running around, which is against what my life coach, my wellness coach, tells me to do. Sorry, guys. If you, you might hear some traffic because we're at Edgewater Drive. Um, I got home. I was starving. I hadn't gone grocery shopping yet, and I had a sandwich Uh-oh. from Pom Poms in my bike basket Oh, from yesterday. Oh, you didn't eat that, did you? I did eat oh, it. You did or didn't? I did. Oh, no. <laughs> You're going to die, Brendan. <laughs> like, I am, and I, I had a moment of like, oh, this is fine. But then I bit into it. And I was like, no, this is not oh, I think there was an episode of The Simpsons where he gets a huge sandwich <laughs> and it takes him like months to eat it all. <laughs> it and finally gets to the last bite and it gets him sick. That's I I can feel it happening in my body right all now. Right. So. All right. Let's hurry up and try to get if through I this. If I explode, I apologize. So uh, speaking of poop, <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about some poo? I do. <laughs> what a great segue. The... Uh, Listeners, constant listeners, regular listeners will know that we've written about this in the past. Mills Park. Mills uh, Park, right yeah. there at uh, Mills in Virginia. In Virginia. That's the name of the whole development. And then there's a residential tower that's called Gallery at Mills Park. And there's a privately owned lift station that's behind their building that has been leaking on and off. It has for like, I want to say three years. Oh, it has, like, instances where it just releases things. And uh, ever since, I want to say Hurricane Matthew, was that three years ago? Uh, I think so, yes. Yeah, one of the hurricanes that actually did some damage uh, caused a major overflow. And then every once in a while, there's a big thing that happens, and it dumps. And this and, happens uh, just because of people live there, and they're flushing their toilets? Or why does this happen? Yeah, so a lift station is basically, we are talking about this on the Jim Colbert show, uh, a lift station's basically, like, a poop elevator. <laughs> that, like, it's meant to like be cut instead of like having like a pump just shoving things through the pipes. They need pressure. Yeah. And they usually do that through like gravity. And so this lift station is like an escalator and it just makes sure everything continues to flow. And uh, for whatever reason, this one is clearly faulty. We just had a major spill in January before that one in October. And now they decide one this morning. This is we're recording Thursday. Have it Thursday morning. I want to say twelve hundred gallons of sewage. Oh wow! Release it. It flowed from the back. As we're talking about this, our hummus plate just. Came. <laughs> uh, and the nature of where they have it, John Mills Park is up on a little bit of a plateau, like up on a yeah. little of a hill, and so it it overflows in the back. Goes across the through a dog park, across the Orlando Urban Trail, down a street and into a stormwater drain, which feeds directly into Lake Formosa. And for those who don't know, Lake Formosa is going to have a forty million dollar art center for Manello, the Orlando Ballet buildings being built there. Yeah, nobody the wants yard. poo water. No, otters used to be in there. I haven't seen otters there in like a year, and really? I want to say it's because they're very picky about water quality. And if you think I'm making this up, I have a degree in environmental science. Yeah, environmental so science. boom, mic so, drop there. Hey, you can you know there's also construction and things happening around. So there's a degradation of water quality, but adding to that fairly regular dumps of raw sewage into the lake, not good. And uh, so I asked the city, why does this keep happening? Yeah, I was say why is it so hard to fix? I get it. Okay, if one time it happens, it happens. It's yeah. bad. I get it. 
But okay, accidents might happen. Why? But I but, know like, this is like fifth or sixth. I was gonna time. say I know by reading Bungalow that this seems to happen a lot at this particular place. And they hate when I write about it. Well, don't do it. I mean, yeah, all you got to do is say, look, if you stop doing this, I will stop writing about it. Simple. Problem solved. Sim- right? And I don't, and I'm not saying they're like evil and every time it happens, they're like laughing because they're pooping on otter heads. Uh-huh. Like nobody's, la- I'm sure, yeah. laughing about that. But the reason they don't really have to fix it is because it's a privately owned uh lift station yes the city can't really do anything about it they can't enforce can they not find them they can and they do but the fine the last fine in october was 1200 bucks Uh, so it's cheaper than replacing a whole lift station yes because you could pay i mean let's say for instance like you said there's five of them so five over um three years that's sixty thousand dollars right am i no no that's fifty six hundred dollars something like that it's six thousand dollars yeah that's way cheaper than trying to have to replace a whole lift station. And you'd have to, like, shut down the sewage yeah. during the day, like, when you're, like, hooking it up. Just, it's a nightmare. They don't want to do that. So they just keep having to replace it part by part as it fails. Uh-huh. Uh, the city says they can't do anything but find them and work with them on compliance. But, like, it's just going to keep happening. I basically, I'm in my post that's going to go up tomorrow, Friday. It's basically calls them like a babysitter that can't do anything. What? I guess why can't the city just be like, you know what? It's the DEP, the Department of Environmental Protection are the ones that have to do it. And I just got a response from them about what their next steps are. And they're definitely finding them. But like in elements of like 30, like 30. Three thirty five hundred bucks. Yeah, like which fine. is like a rent and a half at that place. That that, that a one bedroom apartment. Apartment is fifteen hundred to twenty five hundred dollars uh, for a one bedroom apartment. Yeah, and there are multiple apartments in that building. So yeah. it just doesn't hit their bottom line. Yeah, it's not a significant enough fine to make them want to do. So is it possible that somebody comes in, whether it's the city or the county or somebody that says, maybe not the county, but this is state. All right, the state. The state comes in and says, look. If you're not going to do nothing, we have to do something, and we will just charge you, and here's the bill. Or does that, I mean. I think so. That's not, my, That's going to be my question. Uh-huh. So hopefully I have that answer by the time I hit publish on this post because yeah. I'm not exactly sure what the teeth are in this. Yeah. What, what, what can you literally do as a state agency to keep this from happening again? Yeah. Because once again, I get it. Like, like accidents happen. Yeah. But accidents don't happen five times. No. Or multiple times. No. It's yeah. like someone saying, I'm sorry, but not correcting their behavior. Yeah. That's a bad boy. And then, I, you know, you feel bad for. You know, all the people that live around that lake, all the animals yes. that live there. Like, it and shouldn't be like that. Just an isolated lake, John. This lake flows all the way through Winter Park and eventually to St. John's. Yes. So, like, Winter Parkers, this is an issue for you, too. Yeah. And, and yeah, you're right. It might not happen right where you're at, no. but eventually. You it- can paddleboard from this lake all the way to Lake Virginia. Yeah. And Rollins College. Yeah. Something, something goes downstream, I think, is the. Is the well, the answer, the, metaphor is, there. the answer is poop. Yeah. <laughs> poop goes downstream, and it's not good. Huh. Uh, so we're following that story. I know it's not like a sexy story. There are other things to talk about. People would rather us talk about taco restaurants, but we're yeah. definitely keeping an eye on that. The taco restaurants fund the, the, the hard news that you do. That's true. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, 
Harry Styles is coming to Orlando. I, I saw some of him on Saturday Night Live this past weekend. Hey, that was such a good performance. I, I I don't know. I saw a little bit of it. I saw the beginning oh. part. Did that you see when right. he was in like the shimmering glitter one? No, I didn't see that. That was the best part. Oh, okay. Uh, and he painted his little fingernails pink. I, I like did see he, that. He's like gendered non-conforming. Uh-huh. Is that what he's doing? I, don't, I don't have no idea. Is he a mo like me or is he more <laughs> like David Bowie? I have no idea. I think he's like David Boy. I think he's channeling just like this. Like I don't really keep thing. up with the with the with new the, the the new music. <laughs> I'm just eating my rye toast. That's right. <laughs> Listening to my jazz. My Two dollar rye toast breakfast sandwiches, jazz. That's right. And Jello. Uh, our buddies Giovanni and Elise Fernandez from uh, Hourglass District National Real Estate have swooped in. And saved Colonial Lanes. All right. So does this mean it's not turning into a storage facility, or it is turning they into a storage had, facility? I, there was another developer, Phil Rampy. He's the guy that built Thornton Park. He came in and saved the whole thing from being torn down because he was like, nope, you can have half of it. I'm going to take over this other half and make it an entertainment Sounds complex. like an 80s sitcom where they divide the room in half. <laughs> and they Ernest, say, you don't come on my half. And the other other sister's yeah, yeah. like, you don't come on my half. Uh-huh. But then they have to work it out because like the door is on one half, but the, the bathroom is on the other want, half. I want Ernest P. Worrell to be in there hosting, <laughs> hosting a bowling fundraiser yeah. to save it from the developer. Um it's really cool to see. So he, they just basically backed up because he thought eventually he was like, this is way too expensive. We can't afford to do this, everything that I want to do. So he backed out, and then Giovanni and Elise, his wife, uh, came in, and now they're going to take the reins. They're still signing the paperwork, but it looks like they'll be able to move forward. In like so they're still going to demo half of it, right? Already demoed. Oh, it is. Half I haven't been over there in a while. Already, yeah, knocked down. The self-storage is almost built. Oh, so that is that did move forward. Yeah, they okay. capped. Uh, they, they knocked down half of it. And capped it. So it's okay. not going to be like getting rained on and stuff. But they'll be restoring it soon, including the sunken bar. Okay, so that's the half they say, the good half. Yeah, the front half. And, and we've talked about this before with the bowling alley that, like, you know, when was the last time you went bowling, Brendan? Besides when you and I went that one time at Boardwalk Bowl. I go every once, like, it's been a long every time. Every three months. Okay, probably. but it's not like a no, not, not all the time. No, no. I do think if they're gonna, and I don't know what they're gonna do, but I hope when they open whatever they call it, they call it Colonial Lanes, if they call it something different, I hope they they, they need to embrace like the coolness of bowling, and I don't mean making it like it's kings. not gonna be a bowling specific venue. It's gonna be like an entertainment okay. destination. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I mean, it's only gonna be six lanes. There's okay. That's great because there's some places in in Detroit where I grew up that's called Punch Bowl. Yeah, and Punch Bowl. It, yeah, there's a few. I think that's lanes. one of the places they've been touring. Okay, to see other places that yeah. are doing it right, and I feel it's like that's like, one of the it's ones. Downtown that Detroit, in the middle of the city, they have a few bowling alleys or bowling lanes, but then they also have like games to play and bar and food, and it's just like a fun place to hang out. And I think that's what has to happen with this Colonial Lanes. It can't just be bowling. You're not going to make all your money no. on bowling. No. You're going to make your money on all the stuff around Hybrid the space, great food. Yes. A burlesque booby bar. All of that. Yeah. Like, like, that's what I mean. Like, you need to make it just cool. Like, like you know, have bands play every now and then. Or just, like, think outside the box. Like, no, I agree. You know, cool karaoke. I don't care. Like, make it so people want to go there not to just bowl but to do other stuff. 
Yes. When's that going to open? <laughs> There's Tomorrow. no time on yet. It'll be like late 2020. All right. I would think. There's yeah. a lot of work to do. I'm sure. And again, they're still signing paperwork. Uh, and these guys, as evidenced by their projects, like to do things right. So they, yes. they take their time and, yeah. and they don't rush it. Cool. Oh, I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited. I'm such a big fan of them. Actually, speaking of adaptive reuse, which is what that is, uh, there's another adaptive reuse project coming near the packing district. Oh, all right. So south of you. Uh, just south of the actual packing district. I it's, live in College Park over by the packing district. Yeah, so this is the same team that's working on the packing district for Dr. Phillips. It's SC Advisors, GAI, that's the engineering group, and uh, ASD. How do you pronounce that? I say GAI. Oh, I say gay. Because <laughs> <laughs> they have a building right there at, uh, what, Summerlin? Not Summerlin, right? Yeah. And 408. And, south, and it yeah. says, like, G-A-I consultants. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I drive by, I go, <laughs> That's the gay, gay building. consultants. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're like, uh, Yeah, they're like, uh, well, it's Gary Allen and Iverson. It's not. <laughs> so, so immature. <laughs> and then this one girl's like, I told you you should have done Gia. It should have been Gia. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, I, I really don't know how they say it. Is it G-A-I? Yes, it's Okay, G-A-I. all right. Are you good now? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> now I know. Knowing's half the battle on that one. It is. It's knowledge is power. Yeah. So. I'm still going to call it gay consultants. <laughs> I am clearly the gay consultant. Oh, that's true. That's what I, oh, you should sue them. I should sue them. You should, that's, your, that's what your business I card should say, the, the gay, gay consultant. <laughs> you can walk into places and be like, nope, not gay, gay. enough. <laughs> yay. I told, we just had a meeting with PBS. One last year. <laughs> we had a meeting with PBS, and they were asking me, like, if you could do a show, what would it be? And I was like, I'm doing this column called Straight Trippin'. <laughs> Right, and it's and it's just day trips, but I want to do it later. It's like me at my gayest, going yeah. to really straight destinations, uh-huh. and then we just document me being uncomfortably gay in those situations. Yeah, like like where would you go? Like Bike Week. Oh, all right. Or Have you been to Bike Week? Like a long time ago. Oh, we should when go. I wasn't as out as I am now. Bike Week's fun though. I think you'd have a good time. Yeah, I want to go with a crew. And yeah, I can wear short shorts. Like cut off Daisy Duke okay. on a moped, right. just like gay it up, and I'll yeah. just show up like, hey. <laughs> I think I think everything would be okay except for the moped. They'd <laughs> be like, "Where's your bike? At? Where's your bike?" And I'll be like, "Up your butt, because that's gay." <laughs> uh, I love it. I don't even remember what we were talking about. We were talking about. Oh, it's boring. The, uh, it doesn't matter. No, no, no it doesn't, we should talk about. We should oh finish it at least. Packing district. <laughs> yes. I want to know what's opening near Dr. Me. Phillips are doing this huge multi-million pro- dollar project in Western College Park, Fair Villa area at OBTN Princeton. Yep. Oh, there's the first sandwich. Oh. Uh, now there are some projects that are popping up around it in the peripheries, which yes. are really interesting. So there's this thing called uh, Crownway, and it's going to have a 95,000 square foot office space building for... 4,500 square foot microbrewery and an outdoor dining space. And the first phase, which I believe is the office building, is going to come in 2020. And the second phase is in 2022. Wow. Uh, and this is like a long OBT. So it's just interesting to see not only are people starting to buy up these industrial spaces around it, yeah. which we knew would happen. Yeah. Uh, but it's actually people who were hired to do the work for Dr. Phillips are seeing the value and they're doing it themselves too, just on the side. Yeah. Outside of the legit 
Doctor and, that, and, and that'll happen. I think just as more things get built, more things are announced that they're going to get built, you'll get more, like you said, these peripheral projects yeah. that say, oh, we can build something here. We can build something there. And, you know, if anybody wants to say, oh, like they're displacing residents. First of all, nobody lives no, over there. It's buildings. all a bunch of. Uh, yeah. And, and what, once again, you know, I don't want anybody to lose their business, but it's mostly like like uh, concrete shops and uh, like tile stores and mechanics. And so there's a know. crane operator that's yeah, going to yeah. actually remain in the in uh-huh. their own building on site. Yeah. They're going to be allowed to stay. And like, I just think there's a lot of potential there between Colonial and Silver Star and even actually, no, between Colonial and uh, Lee Road as, where Grills is at. There's a lot of potential there to, to put in a really cool amount of stuff every time i see that uh trailer park i really want to do my own trailer park but like cute trailers uh-huh. and tiny houses uh-huh well they have tiny houses there yeah but it's like a sketchy spot oh yeah there's a lot i mean i'll i mean this is a fact there are a lot of sex offenders there yeah if you look at a map there's not a school nearby there's not a school nearby and i don't yeah. think there's a church nearby but like if you did one of those properties as an infill project downtown yes i think it would do really well yeah no like, i agree if you want to solve affordable living stuff like let's let's pop the one problem of those is there. i think brendan and we don't have a ton of time but we have enough time to talk about this i think i you think got I, I'm curious what happens with that property over time because if you think about lakefront property, Brendan, there's only so much lakefront property in Central Florida. And so if you have a, uh, a, a mobile home park on lakefront property, somebody's no. going to see that one day and be mm. like, I want to buy that. Especially how old is the guy that owns it, right? Oh, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Someone's yeah. going to make him a couple million yeah, dollars somebody's offer. gonna say you know what i'll give you 10 million dollars for that all right and yeah. then you know sadly the people Fairview. that live there oh yeah on the other side of lake which is a huge yeah the other side there's, ton, there's huge houses mm-hmm. and so i'm sure that side will end with grills there and yeah. there's parks there and so that's it i agree let's take a break we'll come back all right Orange County Library System wants to make sure you know about these three things. Planning some holiday traveling? Be sure to take advantage of our free streaming services for music, movies, and audiobooks to help the travel time pass. Experience a day in the life of Florida's first people and learn about their history and culture through engaging hands-on activities. Florida natives will be at our Eatonville branch on November 26th. Want to learn Spanish but don't know where to start? Our North Orange branch will have basic Spanish on November 26th. This Spanish vocabulary workshop is for beginners. Learn about these three things and much more at OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. That's OCLS.info or 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm the last French fry you give to your loved one, Brendan O'Connor That's from so Bungalower.com. We usually fight over that last French fry, my wife and I. You do? I tell her she can have it, but I really you want really it. You really want it. Yeah, you can have it, sweetie. <laughs> I saw it, like a movie or a television show, and they were like, if he offers you the last bite, it's because he really loves you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I always try to give it away now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we are here at Ollie's Public House here in College Park hanging out. If you've never been, they have a fantastic patio. They have lots of beers on tap. And beers, beers. are cheap here, too. I don't even know how, how cheap. 
Yinglings are 250. Wow. Bud Light's 250. Wow. Coors Light, I think 250. What are they charging? A buck? A uh, buck a bottle? I don't know. Really cheap. That's crazy. But you can get uh, all kinds of food here. And so come hang out here at Ollie's if you've never been. And uh, here on Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about all things downtown Orlando and the surrounding downtown neighborhoods, bungalow neighborhoods. That's right, sir. That's right. We talk about College Park and Winter Park and Thornton Park and Holden Heights and Paramore and all the places around downtown. And if you like what you hear, yeah. go to bungalower.com. If you if don't you- like what you hear, go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh we have tons of other stuff to talk about. We do. Let's talk about some baseball, though. All right. All right. So if, if you're not familiar Snoring with this. Snoring already. Oh, come on. <laughs> baseball is America's pastime. So so uh, earlier this week, Pat Williams, who used to be with the Orlando Magic, who uh-huh. actually brought the Orlando Magic here to Orlando. He was one of the instrumental players of getting uh, the Magic to start a team here. Uh, he's since retired from the Magic, but he wants to bring a Major League Baseball team here to Orlando. So earlier this week, he had a press conference, uh, I believe at Dubstre, which is just down the street from where we're at here, to bring a baseball team, a Major League Baseball team, to here to Orlando. He wants to call it the Orlando Dreamers. Okay. okay. Did you see the logo at all, no, brother? No. no yeah. All right. eh, they could probably work on the logo a little <laughs> bit. It's a bit, it's a bit sort of mid-90s. But look like a narcoleptic dwarf. Like what is the? Uh, it's just like it just says dreamers because apparently we've had a lot of dreamers here, like Walt Disney and Arnold Palmer and John cute. Young. It sounds like you're sleeping though, a little like bit. You're I, at the that, wheel. Might, that might not stick. We'll no. see. So anyway, he wants to bring a major league baseball team here. Currently here in Florida, we have uh, three teams, two teams. Oh no! Now I for, now I'm forgetting. There's one in Tampa. Uh-huh. There's the the and the Miami Marlins, the uh-huh. Florida Marlins, and the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes, and uh, neither team does great, I'll say, uh, in terms of attendance. Hot seasons. They well, not even that. They're just they're just haven't. There's been some years where they've done well, but they just haven't really caught on in their markets. And so, especially okay. Tampa. Tampa's the one that I think. Pat Williams and people that here in Orlando want baseball, that's the one they want to take because... Oh, they just want to take it. What ha- what's going on in Tampa right now is so Tampa, the Tampa Bay Rays, which they're actually in St. Pete, and they play in Tropicana Field, which is like the worst stadium I've ever been to in my life. Okay. It's just, it's not really built for Major League Baseball. Uh, all the ceilings are really low there. It's just a crummy place to see a baseball game. And they've played there for years and years and years. And so about two or three years ago, the city of Tampa said, we're going to build you a new stadium, but it's going to cost like $500 million or something like that. And so it was all supposed to go through, but I, I think it fell through eventually. And now, right now, they're talking about splitting the team. They're going to play half their games in Tampa and half their games in Montreal and Quebec. Oh, I did hear that. Yeah, okay, because okay. Quebec used to, or Montreal used to play up there, the Expos. They yeah, yeah. folded. They, go, they, they moved. Go les Expos. Yes, they they moved. <laughs> but now they're talking about splitting the year there, which is kind of crazy. I've, that just does not happen. And so uh, Pat Well, it sounds Williams, like that football team he had that had to train in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Pat, Pat Williams, once again, retired from the Magic, who wants to kick this off. He's like, well, maybe we can get a team here. Because there's there's been talk for years and years and years to have a baseball team here in Orlando. It's obviously never happened, but you know we are a large market. We we obviously have a basketball team. We have a soccer team. 
we host all these other sports. Are we a baseball town? Well, the, the question is, is anywhere a baseball town that isn't already an established baseball town? No, the question is, is anywhere a baseball town? <laughs> no, no, yeah. I mean, if you look at, you know, Boston's obviously a baseball town. I know, town. and Montreal so loved baseball. I mean, I'm from Detroit. When the team does well, I they, know. They, they draw a lot of fans. So what? How, we're, we can't use any of our existing stadiums for this, No, right? it would have to be a newly built yeah. stadium. Well, I wish we still had Tinker Field. No, it, too small. You couldn't do it there. Okay. You would have to build a completely new park. So this is the other question. So once again, Packing first of district. all, you have to like, could you even get a team here? Because it's going to cost money and people have to pay for it. It's expensive. Second of all, where do you put them? Yeah. Do you, I mean, there's not really anywhere downtown. I bet, they're, I bet they're rethinking giving that land to John Rivers for his <laughs> garden. <laughs> no, I think if you were to do this, Brendan, if you really were serious, if Major League Baseball said, look, uh, yes, we want you to have a team. You've won the team. Where are you going to put them? There's only like three places you could really put them. Where? One would be somewhere on iDrive or near iDrive, wherever there's land. There's some land out there that you could do it. Those cow fields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, you could okay. do it there. Somewhere closer to Disney. I mean, maybe you turn. So, so this is, I didn't even think about this until now. So the Atlanta Braves, the spring training team, uh, spring training, they play at Disney. But their lease is up. They're moving. And so there's an empty field now. Now, granted, if you wanted to make a Major League Baseball team. I like the wide world of sports area. Yeah. yeah, you would have to, like, completely revamp it because that only holds, like, 10,000 people. Okay. So you'd have to really re Easier to it. revamp something than to start over. True, true. So you could do it there. The other talk is possibly building it somewhere, if this were to happen, somewhere out near Lake Nona. Because there's once again, you have space out there. You have space. Havistock would stuff. love to have another sports yeah. feather in its cap. And, it's, and to be fair, it's not that far away from or, or downtown Orlando. Yeah, it's half an hour. Yeah, to be considered Orlando, because a lot of teams don't play in the city center of where they're from. I mean, a lot of teams do, but a lot of teams yeah, don't. Yeah, because I think the days of putting like an an urban arena like that are, are gone. For, I think for Orlando. part of it is just cost. Part of it is parking. You know, not not people want. Not everybody wants to build yeah. a stadium where you have to park no. far away. Unless or, they put it where Parliament House is. Yeah, <laughs> and they're selling. That. I don't know if it's enough land. You got to have a lot. They of have a lot of land. They have, it's pretty big. So uh, we'll see if this actually happens. There was there was uh, Mike Bianchi wrote about this in the Orlando Sentinel. He mentioned how, you know, if anybody else in the city of Orlando had said, "Let's get a baseball team," we would just laugh at them. But Pat Williams, who brought the magic here is a serious player in this. And so he has the connections. He has the, the okay. dream to want to bring this here. The so dream. it's possible. Now, they might need to change that name. I'm not sure that's the, the best name for a... I actually, it's growing on me. Really? Yeah, I don't hate it. I think I don't it's kind of it. cute. It's I mean, optimistic. You can laugh at the magic, too. I mean, that's not... If you were to say, Lovers, what should we call a basketball team? Me. I'm not sure the magic would be top of the line, no, but we, uh, now that it is, it's our team. The no seams. <laughs> Something. Yeah, the the swans maybe the pelicans oh, oh no there's already a pelicans yeah, pelican briefs in new <laughs> in new orleans so anyway we'll see i mean is, is it a shot in the dark maybe is it a is it a long shot is it a million to one all right i'm gonna jump on this idea for a second okay go ahead and just the sense that like it just screams to me of like middle-aged men it's a peeing contest, you know? It's like every city needs to have certain things to be a real city. Okay. Big. I mean, but but could you say that 
Could you say that about the the, the performing about, arts center? Yes. Do we need arts here in Orlando? You could say it about that too. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like I think you can say that about anything. I, but you can specifically say it about sports. But arenas. I love. But but I love baseball, and, and to me, it would make it a, a more attractive place to live because I could go see my favorite baseball teams come here. Can you use baseball stadiums for other things other than baseball? Yeah, I mean, they in, in Detroit, where once again, where I'm from, they have huge concerts there all the time, and for at uh, Comerica Park, outdoor concerts. Well, if they really wanted to go forward, they just got to convince me. Okay. You know what I mean? All right, yeah, convince me. All right, I, I would like another reason to cheer on. Orlando. All right. I just went to my first basketball game. Oh, your first one? <laughs> first oh, my one. gosh. It's been 10 years. Like, ever. Like, I've never been to any basketball game ever. What do you think? My first. I actually had a really good time. Yeah. not. It's not as fun as, like, the Solar Bears. Oh, you like hockey better? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That All was right. way, way more fun to watch. Fair enough. It's just fast. You just like hockey players. I also like hockey players. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Skater chaser. Who does it? Puck buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and I can tell you a story about that. Orlando Greyhounds <laughs> <laughs> or Suzanne Marie Greyhounds. Oh, I got it all mixed up. Uh, Florida built. Have you heard about this? A little bit. So downtown. Yeah. So it's a tour company. They are taking over the front part of the train station, the historic train station on Church Street. And they will. It had a little bar in it when it was Ferg's. And so she's taking over that and she's going to make it a bar slash retail shop. Uh Slash headquarters for her tour company, and it's called Florida Built Who's along her? the lines of Angebilt. Uh, Mandy Longo. Okay. Yeah, from it was Mosquito County Tours, and now it's around Orlando Tours. I thought they were going to turn this into like a like a food hall and uh, all That's kinds of things. Still going to happen on the back, but this is just like that first little. It looks all like right. a pagoda area. That was the place when I would go to Ferg's and hang out and have beers. That's where I would go and drink my beers. Yeah, because it was the only comfortable space. It's true. Everything else was too big or too weird. Yeah. Like the shipping container kitchens with that long that was a little bar. Weird. Just weird. And I told them that too when they were making it. They were going to put a stage up on top. Really? Yeah, too much. Just weird. Um, we have a new volunteer spotlight video up from our friend Greg Pollock and his kids. This is part of a series of videos that we're doing where you can show your kids where to volunteer. Where did they go? Couplet Fern. They went with Couplet Fern, which is a chapter of the Florida Native Plant Society. Oh, I just, I, I'm a member. Oh, cool. Yeah, well, my family is. My wife is. Well, I guess they named their chapters after native plants, and so the Couplet Fern is a native plant. Uh, and they went to the Econ Lock Hatchy Sand Hills Conservation Area, which is one of my favorite places to bring my dog for a hike. Yeah, because you get to see all of Florida. It's like all of the ecosystems okay. in one area. Uh, really neat. You can find out more about this really special space and when they do trail cleanups. So check that out on Bungalore.com. Awesome. What did you write about this new like mega development they're doing downtown across the street from the Orange County Courthouse? Are you talking about the entertainment district? The one that's like 900 rooms and like you can rent the rooms by the month. And Did you write about that? Yeah. So this is, that's the Orlando Magic Entertainment District. No, 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 no. This is the one across the street from the courthouse. That This like mega development. Did you not? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's been called, uh, it had two different names. The first name it was under was Golden Sparrow. Ooh, we that, talked I about like that. Because we thought it was Golden like a 007. Golden Sparrow? <laughs> I don't 
don't even know. That reminds me of like a lead singer of a band. I, <laughs> the Golden Sparrow. Yeah, it also sounds like a Harry Potter thing. <laughs> you have to catch it to win. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Quidditch. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, or now it's called Orlando X. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah. That's what it is. And they this the developer wanted to cover the exterior with living walls, which I thought was so cool. And the city was totally scared really? of that idea. Of like, what? Well, what? If they die, then you'll just have a wall of dead plants. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, like Gertrude's Walk that you do nothing about. Yeah, Why do you yeah. suddenly care about or dead Or concrete, plants? which is dead all the time. Right? Like, let them handle that. Just have, put that in the code. If you let them do it, they, they have to replace them. Like, yeah. No, I love that. But this is like a huge development. Right by the courthouse. Yeah, sandwiched in that big empty lot between the courthouse and the Link Central Station. Uh, that'll really complete that parcel of downtown. That's going to be a really interesting project. Yeah, because it's like three some towers. Of, so, yeah, three towers, nine hundred like apartments. But some of the apartments, the, the thing that makes this thing different is that some of them are going to be like quote unquote dorm style. Yeah, yeah. Where you can rent like just the room. Yeah. And live downtown in a dorm. One, two, three, four bedroom dorms. Yeah. And once again, the, the leases, at least what it sounded like, were like month to month, some of them. Uh, which is interesting because generally that's called boarding houses. Yeah. And boarding houses are, are not permitted. You can't do those, and that's a holdover from the 30s. That's why they don't like micro housing units in downtown Orlando. But they're starting to change their feelings on that because if you're trying to address... Uh, affordable housing. Not everybody can afford a giant loft apartment, right? Yeah. So sometimes that's all they need if they're here for a short term. And, and and I think that's a innovative way to attack that problem because you do yeah. have people that, you know, they're 22, 23, 24. Maybe they're just out of college or, or older and they don't need a house. They don't want a house. They don't and want they don't their have own the giant money. kitchen. Yeah, and they don't have the money to buy a house. Yeah. And they don't want to buy a condo. They don't want a two thousand dollar you know two bedroom apartment somewhere downtown they literally just need somewhere to sleep go to work and then maybe go out at night and that's fine i mean i'll say when i was 23 i mean now i probably wouldn't do it i'm 37 now i probably wouldn't do that but as a 23 year old out of college i would have done that why not what do i care I, uh, when I was 23, I lived in like a dorm. It was like staff accommodations at Epcot. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what you're doing there. Yeah. Nightmare. Just dirty. <laughs> yeah. It's so gross. We had friends get kicked out. If you lost your housing at Disney, then you were kicked out of the program. You couldn't work at Disney anymore. Uh, but they were really strict at housing. So if you weren't vacuuming every week or something, you'd get demerits. Uh, and after a certain amount of demerits, they just kicked you to the curb. <laughs> and uh, we had know, a few friends that got you kicked know, out. I, th I think people look at it and be like, well, that's dumb. And that's what millennials will do. And like, why would anybody do that? But. I, to me, it makes sense. What does it matter if that's what if if that's what they want? Then that's what they want. Yeah, don't force people to live in a ranch house. If yeah, they don't no, live in a it ranch doesn't house. make sense. Yeah, which is if it doesn't affect your day to day, uh -uh. then shut the hell up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that makes me mad. There you go, Brandon. That might be the beer talking. Uh, hourglass again. They they're changing their car wash space. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. What's it, that's going to become a retail building. All right. You do a little micro retails. Cool. Yeah. So that'll be fun if you want to see what that looks like. It's sandwiched between the F&D kitchen and the corner of Curry Ford and Bumby. Can I still wash my car? No. Oh. Well, if you bring a bucket and do your own thing, right. you can. I guess. We should, we should have a sexy car wash, you and I. 
I'll do it. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know if we'd make any money. That reminds me. Remind me we're, later, we're talking about a photo shoot. You and I have a photo shoot Whoa. coming up on Thursday. You want to go? This th- we're going to go to Walcro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't go you won't be here. We're going to record early. Who does it on Thanksgiving? Before. We'll do it before Thanksgiving. All right. Depends how sexy it is. It's going to be sexy. We're going oh. to wall crawl. Oh, okay. Because they have a whole new arrangement of like holiday murals and stuff. Maybe that's where we should do a show next week. All right. We just planned it. That's, there you go. This is the most planning we've ever done for one of I'll our be, shows. In my head, I had already planned it, but I forgot to tell you. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's where we're going, John. Uh, the downtown Christmas parade has been canceled. I saw that. Wah, wah. I mean, no parades downtown. I mean, besides, I, I mean, there's a veterans parade, but like, no. Uh, the we got, we got citrus rid, parade was got canceled. Rid of that parade. Downtown. This was only its second year for the Christmas parade. Oh, man. And the Rotary Club of uh, downtown Orlando was like, we're not making, we haven't raised enough money. We have to cancel. We like parades. Yeah. Eh, they're all I right. love a parade. Yeah, they're all right. They're what? all right for like 20 minutes. If it's a good parade. How long have you... I mean, are you really going to say at a parade for more... A parade should be no longer than an hour, though, right? Yeah. After a while, you're like, all right, I've seen it. Yeah. I did... I've done the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in New, in York, New York. Which was special. Yeah, but even that, like, are you going to watch it for three hours? No, but there's people who do that all oh, day. Oh, yeah. No, they like it, but... Yeah. Go to bathrooms and dumpsters. <laughs> it's like fireworks to me. Like, yeah, they're, yeah. they're all right. You're but I'm not going to sit there for 10 hours saving my spot. No, and that's why I don't really watch the Pride Parade even anymore. I'm, like, in the parade. Yeah. And that's, that's fun. fun. Yeah. Being yeah. in it. I think the problem with Orlando parades, and I and I haven't been to all of them, so I can't speak to all of them, but I, I, I'm not sure there's, like, a cutoff. There's not, like, a, all right. Like, no, you like, just they're go. They're like, your group? All right, come on yeah, in. We want your money. You got to pay two grand. Like a every now and no, then. No, like, no cutoff. They want to make money. You got to curate that parade. Yes, any parade, a, not just not just any specific one. Nah, it's just like how like City Arts Factory when they do an art show. If you're going to pay to put your art in, they'll find a spot to put your art. But that that cheapens the experience. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> in both cases. Yes. <laughs> you need somebody to be like, you know, you can't be in it this year. Then. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, <laughs> do you think the city should pay for parades? Oh, uh, I think the city should put in some money for it whether it's in-kind donations for police officers or something but i do think corporations should step up who operate in the city of orlando and and regionally to be part of the community i think that is being part of any community that you should pony up on those things i agree apparently it's a tough sell i've worked with this local chapter of the rotary club before they don't really have their stuff together, you know. It's like older. Well, business yeah. Dudes. I mean, their their job is to have you they know, know how to pitch things, chicken lunches, and, yeah, yeah. and learn about the community. Have we talked about this? I've, li- I've been to the Rotary, and they sing a welcome song. Oh too. yeah, they're nice. They're it's all like great. Old school, yeah, civic duty stuff. I yeah, love it. Love it too. Yeah, but are they the the parade operators? Like, Probably not. We have a bunch of. We're running out of time. All right. Uh, we are on water restrictions in Orange County. You can only water your yard once a week. If you have an even number at home, that's the even house number, then you can water on Sunday. Odd numbers get Saturday. This also applies for commercial properties. Oh. If you are caught watering outside of restrictions, you could get fined. How much? What do you think? What do you think? $50. $25? No. 
It's the same thing. <laughs> same thing like what we were talking about with the poo water. Yeah. These fines are lame. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares. So so the Orange County is 930 square miles, I think. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. Well, and like the chances of somebody catching me mo or uh, watering my lawn on an off day are so minuscule that the potential to pay that fine or, or the risk of paying that fine is completely worth it. If that's something that I, you want to do. Right. And I really feel it. It punishes poor people. If they even like, because rich dudes don't care. Do you think they really enforce it? Or yeah, think they just really. I do. Because really? they sent. Yeah, I asked, and they do. I would like to know how much they collected last year as a result of this. You can ask that. That's, That's a public. That should be a public record. I'll share that next week. All right. There's a death cafe. If you want to talk about death, uh, you know what? We'll skip it. Type <laughs> death cafe into bungalow.com. You'll find out. We're almost out of time. I'll tell you some real quick events. Free Play Florida is taking place all oh, weekend. Love it at Carib Royale. They they're gonna have it's a three day celebration of electronic, electronic gaming from people all over the southeast with like antique arcade games, pinball games. It's so fun. fun. It's like a lot 10, of fun. Ten bucks a day. I've I think. been. It's so much fun. Carib Royale. Anything we say now, event wise. If you want more information, type it. Type in the name in our search bar. Bagel Bruno's grand opening is uh, Friday. Yes. T Florida Tiny House Festival is at Bill Frederick Park at Turkey Lake. Friday, Holy Tacamole. That's is that taco street party that Jim Colbert's doing in the Milk District, noon to 6 p.m. I'll be there. Uh, five bucks, I think, to get in. Yep. And Tom and Dan, they're having their Bad at Business Beer Fest. That's I'll be there. Sanford, free beer. I'll be up there. Right? West End, that's noon to 6 p.m. Uh, Jingle Eve is, is uh, Saturday night, if that's their... Introduction over, of the holiday season. Over in Ivanhoe. And Ivanhoe Village. They're lighting the happy holidays and happy new year sign the night before. I, I went up saw it lit tonight. Is it lit today? Yeah, I saw it. They were testing. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Friday is when it's supposed to be. All right. Well, I saw it. And uh, <laughs> Jonathan Van Ness is in town from Queer Eye, or from Queer Eye and Gay of Thrones. He's so funny. Jim Hobart, shout out to Jim Hobart. He's having his art show closing party at Vinia Bar. If you've heard us before, Jim has filled in for both yep. of us on the show. He's got some beautiful photographs of architecture in Paris and New York. 5.30 to 7.30, Vinia Wine Bar in Winter Park. And then Surfing Santa's is the 10th annual event. Uh, Hundreds of Santa's one. surfing at Cocoa Beach, 8 a.m. to noon on Sunday totally free to go watch that's it we're out of time thank you ollies for having us and we'll yeah. see you guys next week happy thanksgiving happy happy